0: You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio.
1: Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and today I have a very special guest, Lauren Flax. been trying to get on for quite a while. finally have her here live in the studio. Um, we're going to be in the mix with her throughout the show and pause in the middle for an interview. And right now we're just going to get right into the mix with Lauren Flax. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
2: Bad computer. You feel this shit? <laughs>
3: shit.
1: listening to the bunker new york on red bull radio i'm your host brian kasnick and we're here with lauren flax been in the mix with her for the past 50 minutes Mm -hmm. thanks for that (laughs) super jacking (laughs) it's really fun um you dropped a lot of you were telling me as you were playing like a lot of the tracks in that set are your own productions Mm -hmm. yeah and um are these tracks that have already been released or this is like this is like
0: all stuff coming out this year Super
1: exclusive um, can you talk about what labels you're involved with that are going to release them or mm-hmm. are you just shopping them around or how's um, this? Um,
0: well, the track with DJ Heather, I'm still shopping, so I probably shouldn't be playing it. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, she retweeted us. She was like, Hey, so. <laughs> you
0: know, we, we crushed it. We did that in one day. Um, the whole track start to finish. Right. Um, and I finished it, like the actual music with it the next day, but um, yeah. So uh, I have four tracks coming out on DJ House's label, Unknown to the Unknown.
1: Oh wow! That, yeah, it's a great label
0: for the dance track series, which I'm like beyond excited about because yeah. I play every one of those and. You know, the whole back catalog and, you know, I love everything he does. So I'm really, really stoked on it.
1: So it seems like you've been really busy. I mean, you're always busy in the studio, but have you been extra busy lately?
0: Well, I think what you're seeing is focus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It took some years of kind of um, shuffling around just normal life stuff, going through learning processes and going through heaven and hell and everything in between to kind of um, start over maybe like four years ago. I spent about a year and a half after my band kind of went through some really heavy stuff. Um,
1: Your band Creep?
0: My band Creep, yeah. Um, and yeah, we had a, we, you know, not going to get into that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Lauren and I will we'll make music again together at some point. We'll make another record. Her and I... Um, we just kind of saw the dark end of the music industry, so we both needed to be like, okay, let's just take a break. And um, then I took a good year and a half to kind of recollect myself. And when I came out of that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna start over everything. And that was like four years ago. And I've just been super focused on music production, just like bettering my skills. And I've completely redone how I write music now. And I found it, found it in a way. Um, that works for me in such a better way because I was always in the box, in the computer, and my ideas. It took a lot longer to flush them out, but that's how I learned, and that's okay. Um, now, for me, like I have, you know, a few pieces of gear that I use. I mean, like three or four pieces of gear total, and I'm writing everything, and it's doing. I'm um, just a lot quicker. Um, and it's much more tactile and producing tracks for me now is more a performance as opposed to like when I was doing it all in the box It's like okay now I want it to sweep and do this I had to like draw it in with automation, but like this is like Fun for me because I'm as I'm making these tracks. I'm recording everything live all the effects live and it's just like it feels Much more I feel so much more at home producing music and I think that's what you're starting to hear Right, and that's what people maybe are starting to pick up on Um so I'm just going to go with
1: it. So it's kind of getting out of the box and maybe limiting your options a little bit more. That's exactly things, right. Yeah, because you're sitting there in Ableton or whatever on the computer and you can just... It's endless. Yeah.
0: It's endless. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's exactly it.
1: And also you're probably, I imagine like most of us, you spend a lot of your day sitting in front of a computer, mm-hmm. responding to emails, yeah, things of that nature. And then when you're trying to be creative, it's like... Yeah. want to feel like
0: I want to move doing... around a little bit I want to create the sound also um instead of like flipping through patches I want to like create my own sounds all the time now and even just you know manipulating the the 808 and the 909 that I'm using just with the TR8 which is a sample it's still technically I guess in the box but it's more physical for me I mean everything is moving and flowing a lot easier this way so I don't know
1: so are you doing more solo productions now than you were doing in the past? Because I know you, you have, like, a huge discography, but it seems like a lot of it is super collaborative.
0: Yeah, um, I'm still collaborating, like, um, with DJ Heather. I have a track coming out with Tiga Color. I have a track coming out with Viva Ruiz. um in terms of music, writing music with other people, I'm, well, you know, me and Carrie Nation will sit together. I had Michael Magnan over. I just kind of want to have just the New York crew write music. I want to do some stuff with, you know, Justin Cudmore and Servito. I want them to come over and let's just like.
1: There's so much popping in New York right now. It's kind of incredible. Yeah. To me, because I've been, just been involved for so long, and just remember what didn't seem like a lot of people were making music or busy in the studio here but now there's just there's
0: a lot of focus so
1: I much music coming out of new york it's pretty yeah. it's been really it's uh,
0: fire it makes me it, it makes me laugh when people are like man new york is dead i'm like do you have a pulse are you have you been here like, <laughs> like what's what? the,
1: like the parties are dead or yeah the, i
0: just had a conversation i'm not going to say with who because he's a lovely person who just didn't know he was coming into uh new york from la and he's like i'm just not as excited to come here anymore i'm like dude what yeah like i can name you a laundry list of incredible things above and underground that you can go to that are incredible
1: yeah i think it has to be one of the healthiest scenes in the world right now yeah. if you just look on resident advisor or something at the the number of events and quality events with
2: it's
0: great artists playing
1: every weekend it's
0: i insane. mean it
1: doesn't seem that long ago where there were maybe a few things a month mm-hmm. with a big headliner coming in that were really exciting and For now sure. it's I mean, you don't have to travel to a music festival because yeah. New York is pretty much an electronic music festival exactly. every single weekend. Every weekend. Um, so going way back, you started in Detroit, mm-hmm. born and raised in Detroit.
0: Yeah. Well, I lived in Detroit until the fourth grade, then we moved to the suburbs. Sterling Heights, or we also called it Sterile Whites, <laughs> uh, and then I moved back down to Hamtramck when I was seventeen and existed like solely in Hamtramck. I was like beer tub girl at Motor, and I worked beer tub at, girl. Yeah, like what they is set that? Up, like this big beer tub, and put it one in the big room, one in the side room. Oh, it's kind of like the auxiliary sling, sling s- small beers. bar to exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: and then I worked at Detroit Threads uh, for a long time. Um, and then obviously I was a resident at Motor on Tuesdays with Servito, and Kendig, and Puzzleko. Derek, yeah. So was that
1: was, th- that was Adriel's party. Yeah, Adriel's family. party
0: family. Yeah. yeah. I was playing jungle, drum and bass
1: yeah, in I'm, the other room. I never got to go, but I hear so much about it even to this day. And yeah. they still, Adriel still does reunion parties from time to time. I think when you all once get in a
0: while. It's been a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has. He
0: was doing it around Christmas, but I don't think he's done it in the past few years.
1: So, oh, he should do one again. I know. Because everybody, do you still go home for Christmas? You know
0: what? My parents, my family just moved back to Michigan after 16 years being in Georgia with my sister and, and niece, and they all just relocated. So my whole family's back in Michigan. So I'm going to be there so much more. I just went back two months ago or a month ago.
1: Um, so when the transition, are you, are you not playing drum and bass now?
0: No, <laughs> no. I sold all my drum and bass records. I mean, I played. Um, you sold them all? I did, and I had some killer. Like basically, what what it was is like I was playing raga, um, and a lot of um, that style, pitch snare, drum and bass. And then when it went really like just chunky, two steppy, broy, yeah. that's when I was like, "Peace, that's not that's, my style." That's kind of
1: when I lost interest as yeah, well. It just totally kind of yeah, went from being this what felt like a real alternative to techno in house to me to it kind of like slowly started morphing into it in yeah. a way and it just wasn't as wild and yeah
0: no definitely interesting not. and then i moved to electro which today would be considered techno because i don't know yeah. you know <laughs> what i mean like doppler effect and um you know if and i was obsessed with all of them i was playing a lot of you know it was electro back then right and then it was just basically like the last i don't know 15 17 years house and techno
1: yeah. Yeah. So when did you was New York right after Detroit or no?
0: I moved to Chicago from 99 to 2002 and then I moved Oh, to-
1: that's why you're tight with all the Chicago folks. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Simcoe and everybody, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm actually the reason okay so i was hanging out with brian franzen and we went to go see kate which she was just starting out and um she was playing somewhere like djing maybe she i don't remember what it was i'm like what's going on with you two and brian was like what nothing we're just friends then he went home that night and he was like hmm maybe there is something they going were just friends
1: night. for a long time yeah, yeah and
0: now they pop one out so
1: Yep. how old is that baby just what? a few months now
0: yeah i think like four months maybe yeah i want to say
1: i saw her in september and it was about to come out yeah so. it, <laughs> <Sweet> <laughs> it.
2: <laughs>
1: um what else should we talk about uh you've been really into healthy living lately
0: i get, yeah i mean yeah i guess so um, we, we got
1: you straight out of acupuncture today
0: acupuncture and cupping i look like a delicious pizza yeah right now <laughs> yay pizza um yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, a year ago, you know, to be perfectly honest, it was I was drunk from November 9th, 2017 when Trump was elected for 3 months. Like I was just drunk and then it got to be February and I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to take sober February." And I don't know, like something just happened and I was like, "No, this has to this has to go on a little longer. I don't know what's going on." And I and I didn't understand why I needed to stop. Because um, it didn't really have to do with traditional alcoholic reasons, although I think alcoholism is, is um, Relative. Yeah. some people would say we're all alcoholics. <laughs> it's pretty you know rampant
1: I mean? in our industry. Yeah, I mean, it kind of Alcohol kind of fuels the whole thing. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely And it's funny because I took it took it on as also like a science experiment so every time I wanted a drink I would put in my Google calendar when I wanted the drink and why, and whether it was a good or a bad reason. Oh, wow. Um, so I got to kind of get to know myself and the reasons I would turn to alcohol. Um, and it wouldn't be necessarily get drunk. It'd be like, you know, I have anxiety and I'd have to be around people, but I really, you know, I have to do this. Or like, I'm really tired. I need a shot of tequila so I can play this set. Or like, I'm really nervous to do this. And, or, yeah. like it, or people's energies... Uh, you know, I've discovered just how sensitive I am to energies and, and how I subconsciously just n- dulled that with alcohol since I was very young. Um, so learning how to navigate these venues and these places like Bearkind where you are getting every type of hedonism um,
1: Yeah, I was going to ask about the special challenges in this industry of, I mean it's hard for anybody I think to sober up but you must, it must be extra challenging when you're, cause you, you gig a lot, you're in in nightclubs a lot.
0: I am in nightclubs a lot, even just to dance though. Um, I mean, you see me a lot now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it comes down to meditation for me and doing protections and um, calling to certain people I trust in the ether to help protect me. Um, And I'm kind of in that phase that phase right now of learning how to protect myself like really strong and let all these energies just bounce off me instead of having them affect me because we're all artists and I know you understand we're all empaths in a way yeah if somebody gnarly walks into the room you're gonna you're gonna feel that gnarliness yeah and I'm learning how to um protect myself without lowering my vibration with alcohol to get super Hippie on you.
1: Yeah. So it's been <laughs> over a year now.
0: Over a year. Yeah. I wouldn't say my I'm sober because I smoke weed and I take it, you know, I love plant medicine and you know, but, um, but yeah, it, it's just a different way to kind of walk the, walk the streets and walk the earth is, it's a, t- I can't believe how different life is without alcohol and learning about also in my own personal healing and learning about who I am as a human being and, and, um, it's been really good,
1: <laughs> and you so you feel much more productive as an artist I now because it I, seems like, from my perspective, like you just have a lot more energy and a lot more going on and just yeah busier doing stuff.
0: Yeah, it's good. I I I definitely feel that the first half of my life was so fun and I don't regret a damn thing. And now it's a different kind of fun. I need like the fun in my life to be really genuine, and I need the connectivity with others to be really genuine i don't want to have to need a conduit to have fun with somebody right so everything is you know it's really boiled down in my life so um the people that are close to me are really close you know
1: oh that's great um has music been your how long has it been your full-time thing like have you worked other jobs in the background or has djing kind of been because i feel like you've just been DJing so much as long as I've known you, anyways. Yeah,
0: um, I've been doing just music for like uh, I think this is going on eleven years. Wow, which is really wild, and it's been a lot of ups and downs. And in the very beginning, I shared a room with a bunk bed. You know what I mean? Oh wow! <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, it's good. No going back. Yeah. No going back.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time for me too. And right? Can yeah. you imagine? Not. No, I don't. I really have a hard time because i do think about it sometimes like what else would i do with myself yeah like i really don't know because yeah, it's been my it's been my whole life at this point yeah. so I was like it's should not... i
0: could be an emt maybe i don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very stressful job yeah. so is djing in a way but um so where where have you been djing i know you dj a ton in new york but any exciting like particularly exciting gigs outside of new york Recently, I
0: mean, Panorama Bar was really something special, yeah. And it was on it like that time slot in the morning at like 8 a.m. to noon when it was the crossover,
1: yeah. That's you know, a good slot though, it was
0: awesome and it was a good way to start it out because like, I feel like I was just thrown into the deep end,
1: yeah. So, that was um, your first time playing there,
0: that was my first time DJing there. My band played a live show in Bear Gine, um, in like 2012 i think which was beautiful it's one of my favorite live venues to go see bands yeah i
1: have seen i was there for ctm one year and saw a lot of bands and live performances and it's it actually is a pretty cool space for it i yeah.
0: love it yeah
1: um and before we get back into your djing any particularly like we already talked about upcoming releases but projects gigs anything you want to shout out
0: gosh i don't know um not really i'm literally <laughs> just home for the, for the winter and writing and then i'll be back in germany for probably the summer um waiting yeah just not even thinking about it honestly i'm just like i need to write as much music as i can this winter and set up i've pretty much got the year set up for releases i think i'm going to release another ep with hannah holland's label um baddie bass with okay. viva ruiz and um yeah so i don't know i'm just focused on that
1: that's good. That's pretty. That's a good it. thing. Yeah, that takes a lot of focus too. Yeah. Um, so we've got fifty-three minutes left in the show. We're gonna Kay. get back into the mix with you.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what I'm gonna play, but we'll see what happens.
1: You'll figure it out. I think I will. Well, thanks again for joining us. And now we're gonna get back into the mix with Lauren Flax here. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
2: concentrate, 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 acid, concentrate, my love
1: Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We've been in the mix with Lauren Flax. We just have about five minutes left here. Just been dropping, dropping pure fire, lots of New York stuff in our own productions. been a really cool set. Thank you, Lauren, for joining us. Um, quick Bunker announcement. We've got a party this Saturday at Nowadays. It's our first uh, edition of The Bunker Limited there with Patrick Russell, one of our resident DJs, playing an eight-hour set we have a compilation that will be out tomorrow a digital compilation of 26 tracks uh they're very excited about celebrate 15 years of the bunker so more info on all that at the thanks for listening and uh stay tuned to red bull radio where ron morelli will be doing a dj set on the live show up next you're listening to the bunker new york on red bull radio